0: Me and the Lord, we've got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Hi, welcome to the Simple Joe Show. I'm Joe. Today is Friday, January 29th, 2021. And as we are talking, it is 1044 p.m. Coming in at the last uh, couple hours of the night. Wheels are squealing, but it's technically still today, so here is today's podcast, The Simple Joe Show. This is the show where you'll hear me talk about news, faith, personal development, and really any other shiny object that strikes me as interesting. But as you know, if you've been listening to the show, I do this for one reason, to become a better podcaster. I do it every day. I want practice on not saying, um, and slowing down and trying to be more deliberate as I speak and just get into the habit of doing this every day will help me become a better podcaster and you can help me become a better podcaster. So if you're listening and you're probably not, I would greatly appreciate your feedback. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com and let me know what I need to do right and what I need to do wrong. Don't tell me what I need to do wrong, but correct me on what you think I'm doing wrong. I would love to hear from you if you're listening. And like I said, you're probably not. In today's weather, it is currently 24 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Today, we saw a high of 31 degrees Fahrenheit and a low of 21 degrees. There's just a couple hours left in the day. So I'm guessing that we've already hit that low and we've hit that high. It was partly sunny today. Tomorrow looks like we're going to get some snow flurries into uh, tomorrow evening, 40 degrees Fahrenheit for the high and 30 degrees Fahrenheit for the low. In fact, I think that we're going to get a lot of snow tomorrow. It doesn't show here on my quick and dirty uh, forecast where I just see images and highs and lows and little icons that tell me what the weather, what they think the weather's going to be. But my wife was telling me that uh, we're expecting some significant snow. I think starting tomorrow night, I was going to head up to see my grandkids and my daughter and my son-in-law, but uh, this house and some other stuff kind of got in the way. And we are postponing that until next week. They were very gracious. I miss seeing those kids my own kid of course my daughter and my grandkids being a grandpa's the greatest thing ever dude i'm telling you it is the it is the best and i haven't seen him in a in a few weeks since christmas and i really miss him a lot the boy just had his birthday this past uh this past week missed going to his birthday proper but i wanted to see him this weekend and give him his present but i'm going to miss that this weekend but I think it's a good thing because they're supposed to get a lot of snow up there tomorrow. And I certainly don't, certainly don't want to get stuck three hours away, two and a half, three hours away, because I've got stuff to do. Famous birthdays from today. In 1737, Thomas Paine, who wrote Common Sense and uh, Common Sense set the stage for the American Revolution. In 1737, Thomas Paine was born today. In 1847, John D Rockefeller Jr. was born today, one of the richest men, one of the richest men in history, especially if you if you take his wealth and put it in today's dollars, I don't know what that is, but I think he still ranks right up there. In 1880, W.C. Fields was born today. In 1945, Tom Selleck was born today. Magnum PI from I guess Magnum PI was from the 80s a great character, best mustache in the world. Happy birthday, Tom Selleck. And in 1954, still probably one of the most powerful women in the world, at least one of the most powerful women in media, Oprah Winfrey was born today in 1954. Happy birthday, Oprah Winfrey. Yesterday, I talked about the top 10 songs about cheating, and I read uh, 10 through... And I read songs 10 through 6, and today I'm going to finish up songs number 5 through 1. But just to remind you what 10 through 6 were, let's start at number 10. Number 10 was Your Cheatin' Heart by Hank Williams. Number 9, Lion Eyes by The Eagles. Number 8, Pale Blue Eyes by The Velvet Underground. Number 7, Me and Mrs. Jones by Billy Paul. And number 6, You Make Loving Fun by Fleetwood Mac. So, starting today with number five, You Know I'm No Good by Amy Winehouse. Much has been made of the tragic life of Amy Winehouse, but there's no disputing her incredible talent. While deeply in love with her future husband, allegedly a knight of excess, led her to cheating on him. Her one and only album explores her issues with addiction, infidelity, and her body, and You Know I'm No Good is an anthem for those who just can't help themselves. Never really got into Amy Winehouse. Um, I don't know. She just seemed weird to me. But hearing her sing, she had an outstanding voice. But her songs were just so, um, I don't know, depressing. And and reading her life story, I can can certainly see why. What was that song that she had uh, about going to rehab? Maybe I'm going to rehab, but I'm sick. Maybe you want me to go to rehab, but I say, no, no, no. Anyway, she needed help and uh, she died. Of course she died a tragic death. Number four. That was number five. Number four. You ought to know by Alanis Morissette. While there's some discussion about whether or not this is a revenge song or a song about cheating that there. What's in no doubt is how raw and agonized the vocals are on this track. Allegedly, based on Morissette's relationship with an older man, this was the first single in Morissette's breakout album Jagged Little Pill. And I think Alanis Morissette was she in the Mickey Mouse Club or something like that, I'm not sure, but man, you ought to know is an angry song. Uh I want no part of Alanis Morissette as she's singing that song, but it's pretty good. I uh I like that song, you ought to know. I think it's got a Good rhythm, good strong message. Uh, She's a strong singer, but boy, in that song, she is ticked off. That was number four. Number three, The Weakness in Me by uh, by Joan Armitrading. If there could be an award for the most romantic song about cheating, The Weakness in Me would be a strong contender. Written from the point of view of the cheater, it navigates the emotion of loving two people at the same time. One of her most enduring songs when it was released as a single in 1981, it failed to even make the charts. I'll be very honest with you. I've never heard this song. And to be ranked number three in the top ten uh, songs about cheating, I've never heard it. I'm not a, I'm not a music connoisseur. Um, I'm a casual music listener. But never heard, never heard the Weakness in Me by June Armitrading. Number two. I've heard this song. I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. This quintessential Marvin Gaye anthem is a bright and upbeat take on what it might feel like to be cheated on. Whether or not the infidelity is real, the song itself draws on how gossip and innuendo can have an impact on a relationship. The phrase originated during the Civil War when slaves had to use a grapevine telegraph to pass information and news. Who doesn't love I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. It's one of those songs that when it comes on in a bar, everybody sings it. Karaoke, there's one or two people that always want to give it a try. Uh, One of the great songs. And uh, made a pretty good Raisins commercial, too, if you know what I mean. And number one, Jolene by Dolly Parton. Number one for its unique take on cheating, Dolly Parton directly addresses the potential object of her man's affection, pleading with her to leave him alone. In several interviews, Parton admitted that her husband's flirtation inspired the song with a pretty red-headed, red-haired work colleague. Let me read that again. In several interviews, Parton admitted that her husband's flirtation inspired the song with a pretty red headed work colleague. While she found it challenging, while she found it a challenging experience, in true Dolly fashion, she admitted That if it hadn't been for this woman, she would have never written Jolene or had one of the most iconic hits of all time. And this is a great song. I don't like the message, though. It's a good song. Love Dolly Parton. When I was growing up, I had a huge crush on Dolly Parton. Uh, But this song, I just don't like it. It makes her just sound weak. She's begging this woman to leave her man alone. Uh, I just don't like the message. Just. Don't like the message. Love Dolly Parton. He had a huge crush on her. Like the song, Jolene. Ah, just the message just really doesn't sit right with me. Uh, so that is the top ten songs about cheating. Just real briefly, let's roll through those again. Number ten, Your Cheatin' Heart by Hank Williams. Number nine, Lion Eyes by the Eagles. Number eight, Pale Blue Eyes by Velvet Underground. Number seven, Me and Mrs. Jones by Billy Paul. Number six, you Make Loving Fun by Fleetwood Mac. Number five, You Know I'm No Good by Amy Winehouse. Number four, You to Know by Alanis Morissette. Number three, The Weakness in Me by Joan Armitrading. Number two, I Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. And the number one song about cheating, Jolene by Dolly Parton. So how about that? Uh, let's go to Here's the Deal. Here's the deal. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Hmm. Hate sitting in traffic? Hate standing in line? I think, oh, I think I would probably choose never have to stand in line again. Traffic lights aren't so bad. Uh, gives you a chance to check your email, check your text, uh, take a, take a break, take a breather from driving, even though what 30 seconds or whatever it is, unless you're in a hurry and you're in a traffic light that seems to last for five minutes. I've been in traffic lights that I know have lasted for five minutes and I've ran, ran the red light because I was convinced it wasn't going to change. But if I had to pick between, uh, have all the, have all the traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again. You would have to be never have to stand in line again. One reason stands out particularly, I love going to amusement parks, particularly amusement parks, particularly Kings Island up here in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, just north of Cincinnati in Butler County. I think it's in Butler County, either Butler or Warren County, Kings Island. Love going to Kings Island, been a season pass holder for a few years and love roller coasters, love rides, love everything about it. I would go there every day if my wife would let me. She doesn't, but I would. What would make Kings Island so much better is never have to stand in line again. And for that reason and that reason only, if I had to choose between having all traffic lights approaching green or never stand in line, I'm approaching be green or never stand in line again. I would easily pick never stand in line again. I tell you what, I am overwhelmed by the work that i'm doing on our new house uh we were there tonight uh i I came there directly after work and started working on the house we're just taking it a step at a time but when you take a when you look at it man, when I look at it, I'm overwhelmed by all the work that needs to be done in this house every upstairs downstairs every part of this house needs to be touched from and it's all cosmetic stuff there's there's a few things um we had an electrician in today he's going to change the uh the breaker box we had a, we've got a plumber out to check some a potential leak somewhere that we can't find um putting in hardwood we're having the hardwood floors redone or we're carpeting the whole house. I'm not quite sure yet. Uh, So those are the, those are the big things, but most of it is all cosmetic patching holes, painting, maybe tearing out a cabinet here and there. Uh, but I'm pretty overwhelmed by the work. Uh, we're trying to get in there by March 1st. No, we have to get in there by March 1st. So we have a month, but that month will fly. You know, it will, uh, so I'm overwhelmed by this work. And when I'm overwhelmed, there's a couple, couple of actions. There's a couple pieces of wisdom that I've put together to help me when I'm overwhelmed on a project. Uh, there is, these are in no particular order, just little tips and tricks that help me when I'm overwhelmed. First thing that I do is take, take I take a step back and I organize, I stage myself. I, for example, I, I put all my tools out on one table because we had kind of everything spread around and where's the, where's the saw, where's the drill, where's the screwdriver, uh, where's the, where's the sander going through that just waste time drives me crazy. So what I did is I took a step back tonight and I put everything on one table and that's the tool table. That's the supply table. That's where you take everything from. And that's where you put everything back when you're finished. So take a step back and organized. Take one small action. Once you're organized, take one small action, one tiny, small action, just to gain you some momentum. Here's what I did. I have, I have some holes to patch. I've got, we're going to do one room at a time. We're going to completely patch the holes, uh, fix the drywall. And then paint, and then that room will be done so far as the the cosmetic uh, the cosmetic issues with the room. Uh, what I did is I said, okay, I'm just going to patch these two holes with spackling tonight. Just these two holes, little tiny holes. If I do anything after that, it's a bonus. But I'm just going to patch these two small holes. So going into it with that attitude, I patched those two small holes, and that's all it really took then i got a little bit momentum i had the i had the spackling out i had the putty knife out and i went patching away and didn't stop patching until i was completely done with filling all the holes all the cracks all the little nicks and bumps in the wall and before i knew it i was completely done with the whole room just by bringing it breaking it down and taking one small action um Which brings me to my next one. Break it down into mini projects. And this is kind of what I did by taking one small action. Uh, Once I said, okay, the holes are done. Now I'm going to start on the cracks. The cracks are done. Now I'm going to start on the dents in the wall. The dents in the wall are done. Now I'm going to start on the irregularities in the molding and fill those in. And little tiny mini project at a time, uh, starting with one small action. And this kind of this, this, the next one is, is kind of all dovetails into it, into it as well. Isolate one thing to do at a time. For example, we're just doing, I'm thinking about just doing this back room. We have the whole house, but I'm just doing the back room right now. That's all I care about. I'm going to get that back room done. And while the back room done back, once that back room is done, I'm going to move on to the dining room. Um, So. I'm isolating one thing to do at a time. And this is a little bit of wisdom that I heard from, uh, Matt Terrio. Matt Terrio is a real estate investor, but I found Matt Terrio. He, in fact, he was on my show, uh, on faith's edge over at on That's my regular podcast that I haven't done in a long time, but it's a little more polished, a little more professional. Uh, it's a, uh, highly edited, uh, check it out if you want, but Matt Terrio, I, I heard him say. Go as far as you can see, and when you get there, you'll see further. So when you have something to do, when you have a big task ahead of you, just go as far as you can see. Don't worry about the whole path down the road. Don't worry about what's beyond that bend. Don't worry about what's beyond that fog. Don't worry about what's behind the curtain. Just go as far as you can see. When you get there, you'll see further. Slow down and take each task step by step. This is really important to me and I don't know if I can do it justice explaining explaining it to you but sometimes I just get in a hurry. By nature, whatever I'm doing, I want to be done. Whatever I'm doing, I just want to be done with it and then move on to the next thing so I can be done with that and then move on to the next thing so I can be done with that. What I have to do is slow down. Slow down and take each task step by step, do it completely, do it well, slow down, be a little more methodical. I'll get finished, but slow down. And you know what? Whenever I've done that, when I've, sl- when I've slowed myself down and became more methodical and took each task step by step, usually I got it done quicker I would have gotten it done before. So slow down to go fast. Slow down, Joe. And when I complete a task, I relax. I admire a job well done. I take a few minutes to take a look at it. Maybe take a picture. Show my wife. But as soon as I'm done, I have to move on to the next thing. And take one small action on the next project. Take a step back, organize that next project, take one small action, break it down into many projects, isolate one thing to do at a time, go as far as I can see. And when I get there, I'll see further. Don't worry about what's next. Just go as far as I can see and slow down. Be a little more methodical, be a little more patient, and take each task step by step. That's how I get over. That's how I. That's how I attack being overwhelmed. Well, let's wrap up today. Uh, you can reach me at, you can reach me on Twitter at at for Joe Taylor. That's at at for Joe Taylor. That's I don't know. Read that a few times and it just sounds awkward. If you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends about it. But give them fair warning. It's not for them. This is for me. Become a better podcaster. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you. Please visit my website. There's not much there, but I'd like you to visit the website and reach out to me. The website is thesimplejoe.com. joe.com Again, thanks for listening. I appreciate you, and I will talk with you tomorrow. See ya.